Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendyke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. Mike, did you know that we just hit a milestone this week? Did you know that? Did you not want to tell me before we huh? came on here? Nope. I wanted to see if you are paying attention. There's no way you could know this, but it's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not know. We just officially hit over 20,000 plays slash Downloads Dang. for the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Yeah. How crazy is Look that? Us. Huh? Look at us. Took us short under six years, but we got there, folks. But uh, yeah, twenty thousand plays we just hit, so we really appreciate all the support. Um, really looking to hit, um, you know, try to break some uh, recording records for our show uh, year after year, and we are on pace to do that. So we really do appreciate all the support. If you could please like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Um, you know, we're around on all of your favorite. Uh, podcast streaming services, you know, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Blueberry. I know that's the one. I think we're on there too. iHeartRadio, um, obviously, obviously SoundCloud because that's where we're hosted. But a lot of different places. We are everywhere. So please um, continue to hit that like button, share it with all your friends, uh, continue to like it. Um, as always, go to I'm Always Right PC.com, get the official brand new logo t shirt. Uh, as well as subscribe and uh, fill out the contact page. You, we don't send any emails like that, but if you want to hear a specific topic on the show, you want us to talk about a specific athlete, something going on that's bugging you, or if you just want to say that Mike's wrong, all that good stuff on our Wait, contact page. Why can't page. you be wrong? Because <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, all that stuff you can be found at I'm always right, PC.com. Um, as always, the link is in the description of the show. All right, enough shilling, Mike. We got a lot of stuff to go over this week. We got obviously AEW full gear. That's going to dictate a lot of the talk today. We've got the Colts weird situation with um, Jeff Saturday as their new head coach, which I think is hilarious. And I'm a little upset that I didn't even get an interview, but it's fine. Um, and we've also got a couple other questions. I got a Lions football question for you, Mike. And then I've got a just a football quarterback question for you as well. So lots of stuff that I'm keeping hidden from Mike today. Mm -hmm. You think that we work in tandem? Nope. I just I just like to throw them under the No, I just week. come here, we sit down, and you go, <laughs> I'm just going to randomly ask you questions. See what exactly, happens. exactly. We're professionals here. Um, let's let's hold on to full gear until the end of the show. Let's just jump into this, this Jeff Saturday situation here because I do think this is fascinating. Um, Frank Reich. He's gone, right? Goodbye. Five years um, as the Indianapolis head coach. Um, you know what's funny is coming in, you know, Frank Reich, I think, had a decent run, all things considered. The fact that he was like the backup option because the Colts tried to hire Josh McDaniels, and he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then he's like, ah, never mind. And then now he's wanting to die in Las Vegas. But um, happens. And then they hire Frank Reich, and they kind of turn the ship around pretty quickly. You know, I, I don't necessarily blame him for the fact that they can't figure out how to sign a quarterback after uh, Andrew Luck was done. Maybe that's like um, – maybe that's just like karma because you got Peyton Manning and then fell right into Andrew Luck the year he was coming out. So I don't know if it's like karma coming back on him or something. But anyway, um, so he's gone, and instead of, you know, promoting like John Fox, who's a senior – offensive or defensive assistant who's a former head coach right uh they didn't want to promote one of their offensive or defensive coordinators they have a couple up-and-coming guys that people seem to really like around the league nope instead they decide to call former high school coach former all pro center jeff saturday to be their new head football coach and he will make his debut as we're recording this um mike 
What the hell do you make of this? Um, are you upset that you or I did not get an interview for this position? Because we also don't have any NFL any any NFL coaching experience at all, yeah. which Jeff Saturday also does not. Mm-hmm. I also played interior offensive line when I was 12. So there's a lot of things that I think me and Jeff Saturday have in common. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, you play quarterback. Who knows? Who knows how to run an offense? Who knows how to run a team better than the guy in the you know run, who's the coach on the field over here? Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. Talk to me when you heard about this. What your thoughts are on it? Do you think this could be a um, like the new the new wave of like hey maybe we don't hire a guy because Jim you know Jim Mercy is trying to sell this to everybody. Maybe this is the new wave of stuff uh, where we're just gonna hire a guy that we're just like hey he's a leader of men. <laughs> We're going to use an NFL term. He's a leader of men. men. Yeah. Does he know what he's doing? Hell no. But we're going to try anyway. Give me your thoughts on that. Um, so the funny part was <laughs> is I, I heard this news. It yep. came out on like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. It was like earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And it came out. And one, I said, who's Jeff Saturday? <laughs> I had to like I had to like fact check my brain that yeah. like Jeff Sanders is a real person. Right. And two, I was like, I don't really care because I kind of just figured the Colts were gonna be awful and tank for the rest of the year. As they should. Because like so like two year two weeks ago they were like, hey, you're playing Sam Ellinger. Yeah. And the second that decision was made, I was like, you were taking because Sam Ellinger should not be playing quarterback in the NFL. No. He is awful. Yeah. So he wasn't good in college. That's what I mean. He wasn't yeah. good in college, so now he's just gonna be a good NFL player. I don't yeah. think that ever happens. Um, no. Yeah, examples. Literally nothing. Never. I was trying. To, yeah, I was nothing. trying to find. I was like, well, who had like an okay college career and then like really turned it on in the NFL? But no, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't imagine. So, I was like, you're probably tanking. So I guess it doesn't really matter who you bring in as a coach yeah. until you realize that when he sits down in that first coach meeting and everyone around him has like Knows ten to fifteen him. years of experience, yeah. and he goes, "So I'm like a all pro interior guard." Yeah. Or center, whatever yeah, he was. Center. So I'm the leader here now because yeah. I know what I'm doing. And I just think that conversation well, and, is going to be hysterical. You know, so path. he was an NFL player, right? So he knows, like, scheme and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, he knows, like, and he's, you know, in his press conference, he's like, listen, I've been coached by a lot of great leaders, right? I've been, you know, I've been around people like that my entire career, all that good stuff. And he's like, he's like, I'm not unprepared for this opportunity. I go, how could you be prepared for this opportunity? How is that even possible? You've never, what happened? Are you okay, Mike? Uh, you're, you're, you're flush. You're red in the face. Did Gino Smith just throw a pick in, in, in just, Germany? Okay, he just fumbled oh, okay. in like the worst way possible. <laughs> we always got other stuff going on oh here. Oh my but, god. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, you're good. Um, but yeah, so like Jeff Saturday, right? It's like he says he's like this leader of men and all that, and that's fine. Yeah, sure. I just don't know how, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. Great. But like, we like nice guys. Here. Yeah. I don't know how you walk into that room when they, this rest of this coaching staff's been busting their ass for the last six months, and you just walk in and go, hey, guys. So, well, we got the owner really likes me. <laughs> so, I guess we're going to, you know, like, I don't know how you walk into that situation and then immediately everyone's just like, yeah, no, we totally like, yeah. How do you do that? Especially yeah. if you're like the offense. I guess not the offense corner because they don't have one because Reich was calling plays. But like, if you're the defensive guy, if you're like a guy where you're like, dude, I could have stepped in for eight games and done whatever. Uh-huh. Nope. We're just going to bring this dude off the streets 
and yeah. that's how it's going to yeah, work. Yeah, it'd also be different if he was, like, the offensive line coach or yeah, something. something. And then they were like, we'll just promote you because yeah, we like did, you and give you a shot. he turned down that job earlier le- this year to be their offensive line coach. So, yeah. I guess the current offensive line coach is like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I could have I could have done this. Yeah. Um, it's just there's a lot of things where I just go, I don't understand. Now, we're going to say this, and they're going to go on a seven-game win streak, and everyone's going to be like, it's Jeff Saturday, baby. But – Barring outside of that, I just don't know how you can make this decision and as a player go, okay, the season's not over. Yeah. no. Oh, this, you know what I mean? This move, I mean, I would say most, like, 90. I mean, what are they, 3 and 5 right now? Yeah, like, or 3, 4 and 1 because they yeah. tied with the Texans. Right, so I would they're say, not technically out of it yet. Yeah, but I would say if, if I was a player, I would say 9 out of 10 times. Maybe yeah. there's that very slim – thing that happens nine out of ten times if the head coach gets fired mm-hmm. in the middle of the year you're 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 practically telling everyone that the season's over yeah. i think there are very few times like the the gruden one where like he gets yeah, fired but that rallied. was like that was like outside yeah. and then it wasn't performance around. based that was ancillary problems yes right. um usually but like most of them are just like you're awful it's your third year you're not doing well so we're firing you right and then it's like you really it's like okay so the season's basically done because they don't have any faith that we can win so yeah and I don't think this is going to be any different where it's like they thought Frank Reich was going to be it. Yep. They fire him after eight games, and it's like, how do we rally around this And we guy? talked about the Colts going into the season. You're like, okay, they get Matt Ryan, right, yep. who we thought was objectively better than Carson Wentz. Turns out every time any quarterback who's over the age of 30 puts a Colts uniform on, they just Which turn it Yeah, they're just bad. But um, we had high hopes for the Colts this year, right? Now, not Super Bowl. But their defense was the best-scoring defense in the league last year. Uh, they had a great run game with Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman coming into his own, and he's still playing really good. But, like, you thought there was a lot of upside with this Colts team, and it's completely bottomed out on you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be shocked to see Matt Ryan play again this year. I feel like Sam Ellinger's leash is going to be short mm-hmm. because I think Jeff Saturday is trying to get a job. Yeah. And if they somehow go – Somehow, what we got? Eight games left, roughly. Sure, eight, nine, four, and four. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me right now that Jim Mercy is like, ah, there that's my guy, yeah, and maybe. now they're gonna have to go through the Rooney Rule and stuff, which that's another question I want to ask you as well, and that's kind of been the, a little bit of topic of conversation is, you know, the Rooney Rule, right, where you have to interview minority candidates, right, for you know your head coaching positions and stuff like that. You have to interview a certain amount and all that good stuff. Jim Irsay has already leveraged or has opened himself up now. Say that he wants to keep Jeff Saturday's coach. Mm-hmm. He's already made it very clear in his press conference where he said, listen, it's an eight-game thing. May, we hope for more. With that sentence, you've already opened up. So any interview you do, uh-huh. if, if you think he's the guy, at the end of the day, he's the owner. He gets to decide. You've already opened yourself up to a lawsuit yeah. or a continuation lawsuit, the Brian Flores thing, which we talked about mm-hmm. earlier in the offseason, where you go, so all these interviews are scam- shams. Yeah. Not just for minorities or black or any other coaches, but for all coaches. Yeah. Your interview process to determine your your permanent head coach is all for nothing because mm-hmm. you're just going to fall back on it and just go, oh, well, it's Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Disaster all the way through. It, this could not have been played worse by Jim Mersey. Yeah, it's a it's a tough situation to be in. I do think like it's such a sticky situation because yeah. like, sometimes there is like that first person that you're just like, man, I just really want him. And well, it's just, the thing. and you it's like seven sti- and one. You're like, I get it. Yeah, but you've but be, but you've already made your intentions known, uh, barring a complete and utter yeah. offer 
where he like it's just every every player's like this guy's an asshole something like that like yeah. you've already made it very clear that you really hope that this is going to work mm-hmm. so everything else you do from this point is all just for show yeah you know what i mean yeah it's, that's it's, a, a it's, that's a tough one it is it is a tough road yeah. to follow through i think you would you would get and especially if you didn't have a press conference about it where you're introducing it's one thing hey Fired Frank today, right? So-and-so is going to take over, right? If you want to ask him any questions about just, like, the game this week, you know. And then there's no plans, right? Like, we, we need to – we're going to address the permanence, the, the full vacancy of the head coaching position in the offseason. No. This guy's like, I'm going to bring this dude out the streets, mm-hmm. and we hope to God this works. Yeah. What? Chris Ballard, I feel like, is on thin ice where he's just like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to – Say, yeah, let's go, yeah. right? Like, yep, whatever Jim say wants, yeah, as long whatever. as I keep my job, because this is bad, and I've now traded for three different quarterbacks, and it's all been terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where yeah, he's yeah. just like, yeah, this is great, whatever you want. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, this what, what a disaster. This is, it's going to be, um, you know, I guess if you want to watch the Colts now, you have a reason to, just to be like, what the hell is going on? I'm really excited for game management situations. Oh. Right? Think about it. You really know who they play this? It. So they play uh, the Denver Broncos. Oh, Talk yes. about the ultimate. It's like, Who's... oh, really? I'll be worse than you. Just like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm the inexperienced guy here. I'm going to be worse than you today. And then the Hackett's go, no, 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 no. I've had nine games to be worse than you. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Russell Wilson with or without a wristband. Also bad. So oh my god that's a great that's a great thing and that's a kind of a good segue though for my next my next question for you mike okay we talked a little <laughs> bit because we did the show late last week um about the the struggles of aaron Rodgers, right Perfect. and we talked about how like he just doesn't he's like why the hell did i come back yeah you, you trade all my friends away everything's terrible <laughs> i have you no know? friends right <laughs> so i'm mr lonely right yes. he's blaming all everybody but himself even though that interception to Aiden Hutchinson was the worst throw I've ever seen, but it's fine. Um, there's a lot of problems going on in Green Bay, right? A little bit, yeah. LaFleur, LaFleur is terrible. They don't know what they're going to do with Jordan Love. Their cap situation's in the shitter. There's a lot of problems. Yeah. And it all kind of stems around Aaron Rodgers. Perfect. You could also make the argument, Russell Wilson, having a bit of a rough go. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. No, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, anything catastrophic. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I would say oh it's like a, like a slight problem. Yeah. Um, Rodgers, um, Russell Wilson, I would say Tom Brady's having a rough go this year. I'd say Matt Stafford's having a rough go this year because he's getting his ass kicked. He's probably not even going to play today because of the concussion because yeah. mm-hmm. he's getting – their offensive line is awful. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray having a rough year. Yeah, the problem, the Rams one's hard because they can't – there's no immediate fix for that because they have no you got draft. Picks. You got yeah. draft. You have to draft really fifth-rounders to hopefully yeah. for Well, they're going to have they're gonna have picks this year because they couldn't get Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, so, sure. But anyway, point being, right, there's point. a lot of high – I would say Joe Burrow's struggling a little bit this year. I would say, yeah. you know, we've seen, you know um, – the So the year of the defense here. You know, it really has been, right, in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Even Josh Allen, who started out super hot, right, last couple games – not as good, yeah, right? Fine. So, um, it, it's it's been very much the high profile names that you're associating with the top tier quarterbacks, right? Yeah, have really struggled this year. Mm-hmm. Tell me why, because I don't I don't really understand it. it it's not I, Russ. I could understand a little bit at the start. You move to a new team. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to build that chemistry. There's there's you can you can pinpoint reasons for each team. Stafford has no offensive line and no run game. Brady, similar situation, quite frankly. 
Bad offensive line, interior-wise. They average in 60 yards a game running the ball. 32nd in the NFL. Terrible, right? Um, Russ, new situation, new coaches, also forgot how to play football. Uh, Aaron Rodgers hates everybody, hates his entire organization, wants to beat the crap out of his coach, has no real threat receiving-wise, and they refuse to run the ball for some stupid reason. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's reasons for all these guys. But... Is it just that – is it just defense? Is it just, like you said, the year of the defense? Is it? Is it them? What What? What has caused these guys that were at the top of every statistical category last year, mm-hmm. right? Touchdowns, yards, completion percentage. I mean, the Super Bowl winners in that list of guys that I listed earlier. What is happening? What is going on? Because yeah. I don't I, – I, the quarterback play for me has been so subpar throughout the whole league for the most part. Mm-hmm. Certain outliers are there. But, like, what the hell? Yeah, I actually – I think it's very interesting with the idea of how good people perceive what normally are bad teams. Mm-hmm. I think, like, people like the Bills mm-hmm. go into a Jets game, and I don't think they fully prepare like they should. Right. Because they're like, ah, it's, it's the, the Jets. Jets. Right. But I think the Jets – I think all the – what I, I guess – the way I would say it is, I think all the bottom teams from last year mm-hmm. got exponentially better mm-hmm. really fast, and no one was able to like account for it. Yeah. Like no one, I don't think anyone accounted that the Giants' defense no, was going right. to be really coming good, out of here, coming right. out really good, or the Jets' defense, or Seattle was going to blossom like they have, mm-hmm. and they're six and three, going to be six and four after this game probably, <laughs> but six and three at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think anyone really like perceive that so i think like denver is a Uh perfect example of week one you know you got russell wilson your team's healthy Cortland sutton's there jerry judy's there everyone's there and you're playing the seattle team who right you train a couple players but has no reason to do anything everyone thought they were going to be four wins max right everyone thought they're all their roster was awful we went through their roster we thought it was the worst roster in the nfc west by a long shot basically absolutely and they came out and they lost and then right. next week they're like, all right, well, Houston, Houston's not very good, so we should oh, it's nineteen to sixteen. Right. And we, like we and, and we escaped yeah, barely. Right. And I think a lot of teams outside of maybe the Chiefs, because the Chiefs can just kick it onto a new year, um, and the Eagles, I guess. Yeah, I don't even really the, the Eagles. Eagles are an anomaly. The, the funny me. thing is about like the Eagles of Minnesota, not to get sidetracked, they're the two teams that are the top of the NFC right now, right? And the most beatable teams in the like, I, yeah. I don't see anything where I go, wow, Minnesota's just yeah. This just... isn't the Favre year where they had like Adrian Peterson, a healthy Adrian Peterson, and Brett Favre threw forty touchdowns, and you go, this is a, and this defense is awesome. It's not this team. No, the Lions easily should have beaten Minnesota. Yeah, the, there's been a sidetrack. Yeah, anyway, that, that was a sidetrack. Yeah, but I, I just yeah. think it's this weird thing where I think the good teams are going into these bad mm-hmm. games right. and they're going, we should probably win this game by 10, yeah, 14 points. Lions Green Bay last week. Perfect example. Perfect example. Green yeah. Bay, everyone it's on earth. The get was, right game. Get The get right game. Rogers is going to throw four touchdowns, mm-hmm. no problems at all. And you go in and that's probably how Green Bay was going in thinking was, oh, we're fine. Rogers is going to throw five touchdowns yep. and everything will be good. And then they start to struggle early and they go, I don't know what to do. And I right. think that's a lot of teams. Like the Bills, yeah. they go up 14-3 to against the Jets last week. And they're like, yeah, we're cruising. We'll win by two or three touchdowns. It'll be fine. And then the Jets slowly start coming back, and they go, I, I don't know what yeah, to right. do right well, now. Like, like I, I think, right. to, to end the point, I think when the good teams get punched in the mouth by a bad team, mm-hmm. I don't think they, like, know how to recover. Yeah. Like, I think the Bills playing the Chiefs, 
they're expecting to get punched back. So they play So up. they play up, and right. they play well the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of, like, let their guard down against bad teams. Yeah. And then when they get punched back, they're like, yeah. I didn't expect to get punched back. Like, right. why are you fighting back right now? This is right a now? weird year. And it's a NFL. weird year because— it's a weird year. Because yeah. normally you expect the Bills to just go in and win by 30 mm-hmm. in most of these games. Right. And they're not. So it's, yeah. very, it's very interesting. I actually think it— makes for a little bit better football because it's more of that any given Sunday type field. Oh, absolutely. Where, like, yeah. I think most years you're like, all right, so the Chiefs are going to be 14-3, and three, Bills are going to be 15-2. and two. Like, sometimes that's fun yeah. to watch, like, these crazy quarterback plays, but sometimes it's like, I kind of w- like to see a Bills-Jets not knowing the outcome. Right. Like, not knowing the Bills are just going to Yeah, having more touchdowns. parity around the league is always good, right? No no yeah. matter what, you know. Um, yeah, I just, I just find it weird, and that's why I wanted to bring this topic up because you're seeing – a level where you're just like, man, who the hell is winning these? You go in with a preconceived notion, right? Like, yeah. you go in thinking, okay, Packers are coming off three losses or four losses. They're going against Detroit. Yikes, this is going to be rough. And then the Lions hold them to nine points. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the hell is going on, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, all right. And then you're like, okay, now this week, it's like, okay, now the Packers are like, 10-point dogs to Dallas, and you're Dallas. like, what the hell is you're going like, that on? That should not happen. No, like, right. They were 14 yeah. dogs to Buffalo, and right. you're like – are the Packers 14 points worse than Buffalo? Right. Turns out they are, yeah, but right. like yeah. we wouldn't expect it going into that. Do, now, to follow that up, though, do you think that at the end of this, do you think that it's still going to be generally the same few guys from a quarterback position? Yeah, so like I mean, the Chiefs, Buffalo, I, I can see probably still being in the I NFC think, title game. Like, I think this season, and I think, I think it happens in most seasons. Mm-hmm. You just kind of don't remember yeah. how the season kind of went but i think at the end oh, of the year out. yeah like i think yeah. at the end of the year you'll get buffs chiefs in the either championship division round whatever right. whatever yeah. it happens it'll be a great game and then everyone's going to be like man that season was really good and you'll be like yeah. i remember complaining yeah. how boring it was most of the mm-hmm. season but the end of the season like they're right. gonna they're gonna have an eagles chief super bowl right might be a really fun super bowl actually right. like yeah. if they both can score really well and stuff i could see could niners be- Chiefs again. Niners, Chiefs, Buffalo, Tampa could be a thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple matchups where you go, I think these could be really fun with some good storylines, and right. you could have a really good Super Bowl, and it's like that's the last thing you remember. Like, right. so yeah. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily it's just fascinating. It just feels like the whole league is like flipped upside down right now. I, just, like, I think it was like I think this has been the biggest influx of like bad teams to good teams and good teams to bad teams yeah. that we've seen in a long time. I'm really interesting. So, to see like, that. Yeah. like, usually you're consistent, like, Green Bay There's one and... team that makes that run, right? There's one team where you go, hey, that's the year yeah. that that team. Remember that year that Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl? Yeah. That was There's crazy. Usually that team. I feel like this year you actually have, like, three, four, five teams mm-hmm. that are, like, oh, like, Dallas is there, mm-hmm. Giants are there, it's, yeah. like, yeah, Seattle's there. The, Philadelphia doesn't have the division like, locked up. Like, and how much money do you think you could have won? If you would have put a, like a parlay bet on Seattle to win the NFC West and the Rams to not make the playoffs, right? Like before the season right. started, Absolutely. I don't think anyone on earth would no. have been like, "No, oh, that's going to happen." Yeah, no, hard pass on that. For but sure. I mean, it's one of the most likely Rams situations. Rams keep losing. It helps my Lions. It works it does. out. So, yeah, it kind of works out that <laughs> he way. He got his ring. I'm good. That's yeah, all shot. I need. Um, yeah, no, it's it's an, it's an interesting thought, right? I just you know I, I just find it fascinating, quite frankly, that the. The stars of the of the NFL, for the most part, are struggling a little bit, right? Yeah. And I think it just goes back. To and I, the, I think, and give it two, three weeks, maybe. Maybe this all. I think. Right. I think. I think Josh Allen gets healthy, and you know, Mahomes doing his thing, right. and Joe Burrow gets on track. Like Joe Burrow's yeah. been playing good the last two, three yeah. weeks now. So what's what's also crazy too is I think it's finally starting to catch up a little bit as other leagues have, where you're really starting to see it's a team game. Yeah. Like 
I'm not going to come out here and say Geno Smith's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He's not. No. But they're playing well. Defense is playing good. They're running the ball successfully, yeah, right? And he's, making, he's, well doing, and he's doing yeah. enough plays, right? And you're seeing a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a perfect example of this because they gave him all this money, right? Which, fine, go, whatever. Sure. But you're realizing, man, he can't. it can't just be Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. We have to help him. We have to run the ball more effectively, which they do. They just don't choose not to. Yeah, that, um, that's Green yeah. Bay one's very interesting because yeah. you could easily well, just you know, run it saying, 40 times. Our coaching decisions are questionable. Our defense, which on paper is loaded, yeah. can't stop the run. Yeah. And you go, what is happening? It's really like Green Bay is like. I think they are the perfect example of a of the team, and I think it's what Rodgers – I don't like to take his side because he's a prick, but like in this situation where he goes, this is what I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been trying – and this is, I think, the Brady issue a couple years ago in New England. You're not helping me. Yeah. I, I am no longer physically capable of taking 52 other guys and 12 coaches on my back and getting to an NFC Championship game. I cannot do it anymore. Yeah. I yeah. need help. The, the way that Green Bay runs – We're going to give away all your weapons. Yeah, like – I like if if Michigan football did the same thing Green Bay did, they'd be in like the same spot. Yeah. Like they have such a, they both have such good running games, mm-hmm. and Michigan takes advantage and goes, "We're just gonna run the ball a hundred times." Yeah. And Green Bay is like, "We're gonna." I think they had twelve carries or something last week or yeah. something crazy. And I was like, they just choose not to run the ball for some reason, yeah. and I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Why well, they it's poor coaching, yeah. right? And everyone's like, "Man, Matt Lafleur is doing a great job." I go, "Is he, or has he got Aaron Rodgers?" covering up for a lot of his stuff yeah maybe yeah i'm just saying um but it's just it's just a fascinating take how a team like seattle who's playing complimentary football and they're seeing success out of it and a lot of credit to Pete carroll right and and everything else but and then you see like team like green bay who is you know or the rams where you're just like man they're super top super top heavy but they don't have any there's no depth Mm -hmm. there's no completeness there and you're seeing them struggle because of it it's very it's very interesting it is all right, Lions question for you, Mike. Lions question. Lions question, okay? Because this was talked about at nauseum this week on certain other sports radio channels, and I'm kind of tired of listening to bad takes, so I want to get your opinion. Dang, what if I have the same bad take, though? I don't think you will because I don't think you're coming from the same place of hating the organization, so sure. there's that. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you want to see out of the out of these last games for the Lions, last half of the season? Mm-hmm. Because there's two, uh, there's two arguments, right? Tank. Get the best pick you can, okay? Mm-hmm. Or B, try, which they're not going to do, obviously. That no team ever goes in there thinking that, um, except for the Colts, but it's fine. Yeah. Or go out there and try to try to do something here, right? Not saying that they can, yeah. so let me be clear. But when we talked about soft air, they beat Chicago today, which I don't think is likely just because it seems the most letdown thing ever for the Lions to do yeah. is go into Chicago and win. Um, but they win this game, the one game out of the wild card, in a really bad NFC. Now, they're not making the playoffs. They're not doing any of that. But my point is is that they, they can sell it that they're not out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Do, what would you rather see them do? Try to win as many games as possible, get to that six or seven win mark, feel like you're making progress, or tank the season away? Because there are some people out there that want to tank the season away because like, you got to get the quarterback and everything else. Granted, they're going to have two picks – higher up they're gonna have two second round they have they have ammunition to go get people let me put it that way mm-hmm. i would much rather see them compete 
and not let and not let the bottom fall out here mm-hmm. because it doesn't help anything. Because it's all circled around the Dan Campbell talk, right? Like I don't want Dan. A lot of people don't want Dan Campbell back. I go. I don't understand how you can go in, go in and think. Oh, I want Dan Campbell fired already. Yeah. I I just don't see that. I you can you can argue with some of the calls he's made. Fine. I have no issue with that. But you can't then tell me that like he has been quote unquote set up for success either. This is not the Matt Patricia era. I think people really need to understand where this team was and where at at both starting points. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Uh I, I personally don't want to see them tank out the rest of the year. I understand that it's an easy concept to talk about where, Hey, let's just lose the rest of the games and try to get a high draft pick. Mm -hmm. But in, in practice, that's very difficult. Yeah. You've got you've got grown ass men in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Prideful guys and stuff. And from a culture perspective, I, you can't tell me that that's gonna sell it, right? Yeah. So give me your thoughts on that, and then I have a follow up question about the team as a whole. But yeah, I will say, I think my opinion on that idea yeah. drastically changes depending on the outcome of the Chicago game. Okay. I think if they lose. I'd be okay for them just to tank out and lose. Okay. If they win, I think I'd be okay trying, trying. to run the table. Right. And the reason why is the point you bring up in is if they win and say the Packers lose to Dallas, which I think they're is in like, second place, they're in, in, the second place in the division, a game out of the wild card, hypothetically, mm-hmm. and their schedule upcoming is relatively easy. Mm-hmm. Now, they we, play Buffalo. That's now you, you play Buffalo. I mean, you thought the Jets would be like a two win team. Also, they're, good the giants are also relatively good like they're good teams but they're very beatable teams yeah i agree with you yep. um so i think there is a better shot mm-hmm. if you beat chicago today that maybe you go beat the giants on the road mm-hmm. maybe then you beat chicago at home again then you beat the panthers right. then maybe you play minnesota at home or right. maybe you can right. upset green bay on the road or whatever right. then right. and okay six seven wins now you're looking better i will say though if you lose to chicago i just think that there's there's like no shot at Anything right. like I think in this NFC, you could argue yeah. eight wins. Get you there. Could at least could be you in could be in that you could be in that like last column of in the hunt that mm-hmm. they show when the playoff picture opens up or whatever mm-hmm. that you're like you're in the hunt. Yeah, right. I think at two wins at this point, I don't think you'd be like close yeah. to that graphic. They need Especially to get, the they 49ers. Need to get, they need like, to get a road win. Yeah, they need and they need a road win. So this would be huge for, for yes. them. So I would say. Not even like hold off to next week on that question, mm-hmm. but just depending on the outcome of this game yeah. would drastically change on okay. if I want them to win one or two more games or if I'm okay yeah. full force ahead go and win more games. Second question for you. Do you think that this team, from an outside of like the public perception, right? The mass populace. Mass populace. Okay. Okay. Overestimated the yes. talent on this team. Yes, 100%. Because you know why? Hard Knocks. Hard, hard Knocks. And all of the, the off-season chatter, like, oh, hey, we won a couple games at the end of the year. We had some momentum. And everybody thought going in, hey. Yeah, here's the thing with Hard Knocks. And Hard Knocks hype, hypes up everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Like, yep. even yep. Uh, Dallas had it last year. Everyone thought Dallas was going to be the greatest mm-hmm. team ever. Yep. Um, a couple years ago, it was uh, – they had one that was like really hyped. I forgot. I don't watch Hard Knocks all yeah. the time, so right. uh, I I don't take Hard Knocks into account because I think I I don't love the show of Hard Knocks very yeah. much. And so like when I'm watching Hard Knocks, like watching people practice against each other doesn't yeah. hype me up. The All or Nothing by Amazon is 
way better. Well, yeah, that is way that's better just show. in general. Yeah, but I'm show. like, okay, so like yeah. if you're if you're telling me that Malcolm Rodriguez is like the best linebacker you have and you're just killing everybody, then I'm like, so either our offense line's awful, yeah, or our linebacking or linebacker is awful because Malcolm Rodriguez, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't believe, could be the best player. Like, uh, like and like that's kind of the stuff. Like if we had like Fred Warner and he's blowing everyone up, I'm like, okay, we have Fred, Fred Warner. Warner. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that makes sense. So like if Frank Randall can't hold Fred Warner, I'm like. Right. I, I get that. So, like, watching Hard Knocks, to me, wasn't really hyping me up because I was like, if that's the best we got, yeah. I don't know if we're going to be very good. Yeah. Like, it's, everyone was like, Goff looks really good, and then he has, like, a segment where he misses, like, three or four throws. I'm like, you're missing three or four throws so, like, DJ Chark runs a 4-3. Yeah. I was like, what are we what are we doing here? I think I think this the a lot of the offseason momentum, right, the end of the year, the way they ended it strong, right, where they yeah. came out and they, they beat a couple good teams, right, they beat yeah. – like they beat Arizona soundly, right? Yes. They had games where you went, wow, everything just fell together today. Mm-hmm. Um, golf played well the second half of the year last year, right? There was a lot of things where you could go, maybe, right? And I think yeah. – and, and I do think – so the idea of like the the last to first in the division thing, yeah. I, th- I do think when you looked at the teams – that were like mm-hmm. who could be last to first going into the season. Oh yeah, season. I definitely thought they could I was have like, been in it. Baltimore, I thought was the clear one because they oh, were yeah. they were the last, but yeah, like they had a lot absolutely. of. But like it was like you had the Jets, who you're like nah, Houston or Jacksonville, yeah. nah. Like there were a lot of teams. I was like, I don't really believe in them. Like Seattle, I would never have guessed no. to be last first. No. I was like the Lions, maybe, maybe because right. I thought the division would be down this year. I didn't think Minnesota is. would be like seven and one, but Most I did think beatable seven and one ever. Yeah, but I did. I was like Green Bay. I thought would be like a five hundred, maybe slightly above, and Chicago yeah. was gonna be bad. So I was like, maybe the Lions could sneak out and be last to first. Like I wouldn't right. be shocked about that. I think, but I I had no expectation of like right. nine, ten wins right. playoff. And, and that's the thing success. too. I think that people, and I think that's why I think so many people are calling for Dan Campbell right now is because they're like, man, we should be winning more games. And arguably, I would say they should have two more wins on the year. Yeah, in general. But but with that being said, I will say this. You have yet, really, like if we're if we're being completely transparent, okay, and I know every team has injuries, I get it. But I will say this about this team in particular. You still have never seen your offensive line fully healthy yeah. for a single game. I will say you've never seen you never you still haven't gotten Romeo Aquara back. That's he's uh, been gone for two years. Right, uh-huh. Tracy Walker goes down early. You thought you had a corner on Mario Arie. He's going to be gone now because he's benched. He gone basically, yeah. right? And this team is so young, and you were relying so heavily on unproven talent. Mm-hmm. I just looking back on it, and I was a little bit there too. I was like, listen, there's a lot of things to be excited about for this team, and I still am. By the yeah. way, I I still I see things out there. I see Josh Pascal. I see Aiden Hutchinson. I see Kirby Joseph. I see Malcolm Rodriguez. I see Panay. I see, like, there are guys on this team where you go, I feel like you found something there. Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph together, that's a pretty nice little combination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okuda looks to finally be taking those steps where you're like, hey, I can't understand why they took him now. Yeah. There are pieces here. Mm-hmm. But there, there's two glaring issues. Number one, your quarterback is awful mm-hmm. and is a compounder of problems, not a solver of them like some other quarterbacks need to be. And number two, they have no idea how to win. Yeah, They have no idea how to win. You are not going to be able to tell me right now that you know what this Lions team is going to look like against Chicago. Mm-hmm. It could look like the team that let 50 up against Seattle. It could look like the team that let up nine against Green Bay. It could look like the team that put up 
40 against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It could look like the team that put up zero against New England. They're everywhere. Yeah. There's no consistency anywhere. Yeah. And that's where, if going back to the first question, if nothing else, can I get can I get what we are? What uh-huh. are we? Yeah. Right? Because right now, I have no idea. Everyone's like, man, this Lions defense finally come together. I go, it's one game. Yeah. Right? But same thing. Oh, man, this Lions offense sucks. When they scored nothing, it's one. I go, once again, it was one game. Uh-huh. What are they? No idea. I have no idea what this Lions team is outside of young, inexperienced, and prone to doing stupid shit to themselves. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. They can win the next six games, and I go, I, I'm i not taking them in any of them. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Yeah, no, but, yeah, but no. you know what I mean? It's just a – it is a fascinating concept to me because I go for – I, I see where they're trying to go. Uh-huh. I see that they are going to have 30 – they're going to have – if they cut Brockers, Goff, and – Somebody else, somebody I don't think they will actually wind up cutting, but Goff and Brockers for sure is $34 million mm-hmm. in free cap space next year. Get rid of Big V, could be even more, depending on if they want to keep him, right? There's other guys that they may not even, they got rid of Hawkinson, they saved $10 million out of it. There's a lot of things that they can do in this offseason where you go, this is a whole different roster yeah. next year. But. I don't necessarily go, you know, going back to the root of this question. I don't know what they are, but mm-hmm. I don't. I kind of want to find out. I don't want them to tank. I'd rather them be playing, trying to win. And I get the draft pick, the draft pick, the draft pick. If Brad Holmes is good at his job, mm-hmm. doesn't matter where we're picking. Sorry, it just doesn't. Yeah. Now, does it make it easier? Of course. But if they want to go get Bryce Young, they have the ammunition to go get Bryce Young. They mm-hmm. have picks. Yeah. They put themselves in a position to go get him if that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I, I think the hard part is you have to look at other teams too. Oh, of course. And like, I think like when you look at the top of the draft, you got yeah. like Houston and Carolina, who I think they'd be crazy to not take quarterbacks. I don't know. They like Davis Mills. Yeah, he's a captain now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Golf, golf's a captain. I that doesn't that does not affect me at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's been to the Super Bowl, Mike. Who? Jared Goff. Put some god darn respect on his name. If he if he scored more than three points, they win that game too. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I know. But and he even scored the three points. Their kicker scored the three points. Oh, I know. Off a defensive play. I know. He missed wide open Brandon Cooks in the back of the end zone. I know. But anyway, uh, anyway yeah. Um, I I don't know. I like I said. I think this game for me will be the game that like I'll. This will be the possible last game I really like thoroughly invest myself to watch the Lions. Right. Is if they win this game, then I go. It's a big win for them. It would be a big for, win. It would be a road, road win, reasons. and then road I'll be win, I'll be more win. invested going forward because they have three. They'll be second place in the division, whatever. If they lose this game, I go. You're just like so far out of it, and at that point, I just kind of want you to yeah. tank, get, get the third it. pick, and, go. and I get like, that. It's just hard for me to be like, yeah, I just want I just want to turn them out for the next nine weeks. Like it's just hard. You're, you're halfway through the year. Yeah, I, you know I've I mean? done it plenty of times. So I know, but fine. like it's just hard to be like you're halfway through the year. Okay, well, let's just. Yeah, shit. Listen, done when uh, when the Lions were were like four three or three two and one, and then Stafford got hurt, and that oh yeah, that's year, true. I, yeah, I, I was that I was like I, done. Well, Goodbye, and we're out. Yeah, okay, I was like cool. I was like did not even care for a second about that. So <laughs> yeah. like I I'm very quick on like if there's no yeah. shot, I'm like I'm just sorry. Yeah, it's, it's over. All right, so. let's shift focus. This is like bit. one of the latest I have like at least try to be. You know what? Why I think it is is because I think. And the NFC is down, so yeah. it's like there's well, also, like the wild card is like at four wins right now. So you have like, you have the want though to see and be like, I want to see the team develop. I want to see them grow. I want to see them get better. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I, I want to see them get better. No, no, but, but like, what I'm saying is that, like, you're looking at these guys. I mean, really look at what the, who they're starting, especially defensively. Yeah. Rookie, one year off injured safety. You've got Okuda, who's played 14 games total in his career, and Jerry Jacobs, an undrafted free agent. You're starting Hutchinson and Pascal, rookies. Rodriguez, rookie. Derek Barnes, second year player. They've got nothing but youth mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then randomly you're like oh and then there's alex anzalone and you're like okay you know what i mean <laughs> right like, it's just, just there's just nothing but young guys everywhere you have a good chunk of your team as second year players uh-huh. it's hard it's hard to win it's hard to put that together so that's why i don't want to see them just go ah screw it because it, honestly here's the deal whether or not we whatever which way to decide they're going to try to win every game but they're going to lose yeah, you know what I mean. It's like if they're gonna lose and they're bad, they're just gonna lose anyway. So if everyone's gonna get there, yeah. I will say though is I do I do put in their backup. I I would be I I do want them to come out though like Sheila Ford to say Dan Campbell's guaranteed for a third year. Oh, he is. Well, he which is. we all yeah. like pretty much he know is. he's going to be. Yeah. But like I just want them to say it because then because then I think the the tanking thing is like much more tolerable to take. I in. don't I I don't get the Dan Campbell hate. I don't. I, I kind of do. I understand some of the game time. I understand some of the game situations, but you can't be mad at Dan Campbell for not going forward against Minnesota, yeah, and then going forward against Green Bay. It's the exact same situation. It is the exact same situation. See, I think in both those situations, though, I preferred the punt. So that's that's why it's. But but that's not but that's not part of the options though. It's either go for it. Or not? That's because those are the two things that happened, right? Yeah. He didn't go for it the first time. I, and I bit I, him in the no, ass. I, I know, but that's that's you my know? thing is I think yeah. people wanted that like a different option. Yeah. Than what? But like, it wasn't he, go for it or not. I think it was like it, they would rather have punched. Do you it think or he makes the same decision if they're six and two going into that game? Or if they're if they're six and one going into Green Bay mm-hmm. and they have the lead, do you think they go for that? I don't think they do. No, I think they punt. Exactly. But that's the difference, though, is what I'm saying. You're one and six. Yeah. Why not? That's that's the difference. Yeah, uh, and he did say to his credit when he kicked the field goal, in Minnesota he said, I was wrong. I yeah. shouldn't have done it. So what did he do against Green Bay? I'm did going he, for it. Yeah, did the exact same thing. No, no, no. He didn't go for it against oh. Minnesota. He kicked the field goal. Yeah, remember? Yeah. Okay. So to win the, instead of going to win the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna kill the guy for doing that. Now, like I said, it hasn't been all roses. Yeah. I'm not gonna say he's Mister Manip. I I get that. Yeah. But. I've seen Bill Belichick go for it on the 20-yard line and fourth down on his own 20 and not get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying. Like, all yeah. coaches make stupid decisions. I'm just saying this team still wants to play for him, and the guy we had before this, nobody wanted to play for. Yeah. So I'll take that. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's shift folks here a little bit. Let's talk full gear. That's the main event of this show, really. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about when it comes to AEW full gear. Um, lots of changes. Let's hope it's not 12 hours long because I don't have that attention span, quite frankly. So I do, though. So I don't. I'll, I'll I, yeah, Mike, Mike will be there. I'll be, watch the first half intently, second half. I'll be like, did MJF win? He did? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those situations. Yeah. We're falling asleep during Moxley Punk because we're nine hours in. Stupid. Hey, they only get four of these, so they got to really make them count. Clearly. My goodness. Make them two days then. Do what you got to do. But yeah. Damn. Yeah, listen, if they were monthly, they probably wouldn't be this long, but. Yeah, no shit. But they, they get four. Or, Listen, we we complain that it's like, oh, we they only have the four or whatever. They're like, all right, well, we only have the four, so we got to make all the time we got to count. I, I get that, but then you put on Athena versus uh, Jade Cargill for three minutes, and I go, I didn't need that. Yeah. That could have been on Dynamite. Next. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 
Sure, Rob. I yeah. I, I disagree, but well, you it's don't fine. disagree. Get out of here. You don't need to see that All crap. Right, so either. we have Nyla. You really want to see Nyla Rose versus Jay Cargill? No, but I never want to see that. Well, I don't even want to see it on TV. No, so. exactly. well, I'm just saying. What would you rather do? Be able to switch channels or have to pay you paid to watch you paid to watch that match? Well, I wouldn't switch channels. I, I here's here's <laughs> the problem with you've got six TVs. I was I'm just sorry. Saying, here's the you difference never, between you me never and you switch channels. Is I don't switch channels, I just look down. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have that luxury, okay? Yeah. Come anyway. on. Get out of here. <laughs> um anyway, so we have nine matches here to talk about. Yeah. Six of these will probably just breeze right through. Let's just be real. Yeah. All right. First off. Yeah. All right. First off, I got to figure out where we're going to start Yeah, he's here. trying to stagger this out. <laughs> I got to stagger this out so yeah. it's not just like boring everyone to death here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Jay yeah. Lethal. How dare you put this first? This is a banger. J- Jeff Jarrett. J- no, I'll start off hot. Yeah, That's J-E-double-F. J-A-double-R-E-double-T, baby. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal take on Sting and Darby Allen. I'm excited for this match. I, I love Jeff Jarrett. I'm I happy he, one of us is. No, listen. <laughs> I like Jeff Jarrett, man. I do. He's he's such a utility guy. He's got such a great story. Promoter, owner, wrestler, the legacy, everything about it. I dig it. I do. I dig it. It's cool. Um, I think he's in great shape, which helps yeah. this a lot, is that he came in ready to go. Um, he's been everywhere, right? He's been in AAA. He's been in GCW. He's been in WWE. Now he's in AEW. He's been everywhere all, all year this year. Um, right high. Yeah, I love it. I, I dig it. I think it's cool. Um, I'm all about the um, I'm all about the feud with Sting. I think it's the perfect guy to get, you know what I mean? Like, it's a perfect foil in that regard. Yeah. And if Jarrett can help elevate a guy like Jay Lethal back into it a little bit, right, and some of these people... I think it's. I think that helps overall. I, I'm excited for the match. I don't think the match is going to be very good. Okay. It'll be very clear, but not going to be good. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. Uh, you know, it's an attraction match. That's yes. what it is. Jarrett and Sting works. It's always worked. It'll still work here. Um, and I honestly think Jarrett and Lethal should get the win. I also would agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sting. Sting and Darby can just. They're at that point right now where, like, until they break up or stop doing whatever they're doing or they go sing, whatever they, they do. They have no idea what's um, doing Darby Allen right now. No, so they're just kind of throwing him with Sting, and, like, he can lose, and everyone just still loves him and wants to see him every yep. week, so it's fine. Exactly. All right, next up, we got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Sarai, which is her first in-ring yep. match In since while. 20, we'll pretend I know what year sure. her last match was. 2011, Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, this match is gonna be bad, um, probably because she hasn't wrestled. I, maybe it won't be as bad as I think because they're probably gonna block it out really well ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like, I I would assume because it's her first one and Britt Baker's not doing a lot that they've spent a lot of time like vexed. we're yeah. gonna go this 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 this. Yeah. It'll be like 10, 12 minutes and yeah. that's it. So so Sarai I, gets the win. Yes, and I don't think it's gonna be bad, but I don't think it's gonna be necessarily like be anything fine. great. It will just show that like she can wrestle and she's competent. At this is a match that shows you that Britt Baker's their best wrestler. Yeah, women, yeah, because women because like close. on the women's side, because they're trusting her to handle her match yeah. back. And I also think that like if you're doing a non-title match, yeah, you need your two, you need you your need your stars. big stars in yeah, it, and so right. like you're not gonna put like Tony. St- oh, I know Tony Storm's a champ, but like you're not gonna put her against Sarai because that's not. As can big. we talk about how boring her reign has been? By the way, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We're, we're on the rise. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right, next oh, up. Popcorn match. Uh, we have the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament tournament thingy. Sure. So the winner receives AEW World Championship match at winner is coming. 
So this says dual. I th- so I think you'll like this because these are a lot of guys that normally aren't in the world title picture that are getting an opportunity. Okay. So they're trying to sell me on this one. I was I saw that they were doing another world title tournament. They do it every year. I was so like, I was like okay. whatever. Um. Anyway, WWE is doing a World Cup for some stupid reason. Yeah, and then Shinsuke lost the first one. I got sad. Who did he lose to? Uh, Santos Escobar. Ah, that's fine. They're trying to build him. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. And then they have Braun Strowman win the next one, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, so Braun Strowman's winning. Cool. Yeah, cool. Anyway, anyway, yeah. fast track. All right. So so far, we've had Ethan Page beat Eddie Kingston, and Bandito beat Roosh, and so that is the semifinal for one of them. Okay. The other side of the who's going over in that one. <laughs> the other side we've had Brian Cage beat Dante Martin, and then Ricky Starks and Lance Archer are wrestling on Wednesday. Okay. And then that that semifinal match will I think both take place on Rampage on Friday before mm-hmm. the match on Saturday. I believe it's out of setup right so, now. But I could be wrong, but I think that's why up. sometimes as much as I love tournaments, and I do I love the tournament aspect for a lot of things, mm-hmm. I hate sometimes how they book these. Because how is Roosh and Bandito not further into the tournament? You just give it away for nothing. I go, yeah. man, like, you mean to tell me right now I want to see Ethan Page and Bandito in the semifinal over Roosh and, and Yeah, I would Bandito? say Ethan Page and Bandito will be good, but not like, better than Bandito. Come on, man. Dante so, Martin versus Brian Cage. Wonder who's coming out of that one. Like, yeah. come on. So man. I will say, I, I, I would presumably Bandito say wins this whole thing yeah i'm gonna come out i i think that. ricky starks comes out of his side awesome love ricky and have starks. a ricky starks bandito match Great. i think will be really that's fun. fine yeah i have no problem with that and but damn like yes. you just signed roosh try to put some momentum behind him you just signed bandito like yesterday yeah literally you're definitely yesterday. gonna put the you're putting the ship to him but it's like but here's let me ask you this question once again They've done this multiple times now, this tournament, right? The last time it meant something was when Kenny did it, when he beat Adam Page. He won it. I think it was that winner is coming, right, after full gear? Yes. Right? This is when they always yeah. do the right, tournament right, yeah. every so, year. Yeah. Who did it last year? Anyway. Was it the Darby MGF one? No, because he had challenged it. No. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. But let me ask you this, though. Does it matter? Oh, Brian won it last year. Oh, yeah, he beat Moxley. Yeah, he beat Moxley. Yeah. Kind does, of matters. Does it? Kind of. Does it? Kind of. Really? Did Angman get better off of that? I would say this is better. Did it immediately fall apart awesome after though. that? Did it immediately go, this is a great match, and bleh. Yeah, was, I was going to say, it was pretty all, that match yeah. was awesome that he yeah. gave out of it, but yeah. then it wasn't as great after. Yeah. And then Kenny won it. And those are the two times they've done it so yeah. far. But let me, I'm just asking this, though. It's the same thing I have. Now, with I will the, say. The poker chip thing, right? This is the first time. That the casino ladder match dealy yeah. has meant something because MGF won it. Yeah. A... I do think so like if Bandito wins, let's assume it's Bandito. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's that too. When you're doing this, you're gonna probably crown a new champion, spoiler. Bandito's got no shot. Yeah, I you know what I mean? agree. Yeah. So it's like I would have preferred this to be Later? at like rampage or double or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I think they tr- I think this is something that they want to start trying to do like traditionally every single year. Like yeah. they do the right. they do the revolution face of the ladder right. thing every year. Like for the they do two of these. They do a face of the revolution ladder match and they do the casino ladder match. You know, you I never got that, but yes, they do yeah. both of so those. So we've got the anyway. same gimmick. <laughs> For two out of the three, and then we've got a tournament to, yeah. for the third one. But so anyway, yeah. so, yes, I I have put two and two together. <laughs> they do do a lot of ladder matches. I understand that. However, 
And so far, I think one out of every like eight has won the actual damn title. <laughs> so, but I, I do think so far this yeah. eliminated tournament has been good generally. Maybe not the matches in the tournament, yeah. but like having Kenny win the title the first yeah, time was sense. really good. Right. And then having Daniel Bryan go to war with Hangman for that 60-minute match was really good. So I'm not going to hate on it yet, but this is like the one time where you do like this thing every year. It just so happens that it lines up with, with like MJ probably going to win the title and then you're not going to lose the title right away. Yeah. But it's like the one... I think maybe next year... Could. Yeah, like, sure, someone big wins this thing and takes the title off of MJF next year. Like, it could be a whole year storyline into it kind of right. thing, right? But yeah, until... It, like, we'll have to see. Yeah. But this year is like the one year it doesn't probably mean as much. Isn't it weird that they faced each other two years ago at Full Gear, too? Moxley and MJF? That was not, was, or was that all out? It was all out. Oh, it was all out. Okay, yeah. It will be cool. Like, a lot of people are kind of putting together that maybe like Darby Allen might be ready in a year from now and they did a full year you think two last no. year Darby Allen can't be world champion oh I don't know can't be world champion I think he can be cannot be world champion I definitely think he he's can not be. Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio shouldn't have been world champion he, he can't be world champion in what world does he beat anybody of any sort of of, of size of if I if really? I believe Jeff Hardy can be world champ I can believe Darby Allen can be and they champ. held it for a month and that's, and that's all you hold for but no, they're uh, never gonna do that no, I, th- I think they be will world champion. I terrible. Think they will. terrible like Jungle Boy I definitely think could be world champion too at one point terrible his uh, promo work desperately but that's yeah. another t- conversation yeah that's why I, oh yeah alright we'll talk about Jungle Boy speaking of which next. yeah uh, Luchasaurus takes on Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage match who knew it was a steel cage match? Not me, so I looked it up. It's a steel cage match. Uh, or it's at least projected as a steel cage match right I don't now. know why it is a steel cage. It doesn't help. This doesn't... Now, I think Jungle Boy could get the win here without beating Luchasaurus that way. Because so, you're kind of escaping. So, one, I think that. Yeah. Two, I think it's because Christian Cage interfered right. in the... And I get that all portion out of it, one but or whatever it was supposed to be. Luchasaurus is supposed to be a monster, yes? Yeah. So, you're going to put Skinny Mini in there. Against a fucking monster. It's going to be awesome. And you're going to expect him... You're going to expect us to then... Now listen, I get it. Wrestling is all a little bit about suspending belief. Yeah. But... Rob, I suspend a belief about a lot of stuff here that you try to convince me on. I I'm can suspend saying, belief that Jungle Boy... I, I watch like Rey Mysterio beat uh, uh, the well, Big Show the big and show something. Yes, something. And, I, and I, if we and I had had that s- show, I would have been, this is the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> but if I have to suspend belief on that, I'll suspend belief on that. Let me put it this way. Story. If Jungle Boy gets the win here, Luchasaurus better do something to make him go out on a stretcher after. Because yeah, you, you have to keep him... Yeah, like you, you have to keep him hot, or else what are you doing? You know, could we just have a situation where like Luchasaurus gets to the top and like choke slams him onto the floor, and then he's like, "Fuck, I lost." Yeah, but don't care. But he yeah. also because he doesn't care because he just right. wants to kill him for Christian. Yeah, but then he goes off because he that killed the man. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'd be down sure. for that. Or he joke slams him through the ring and they do the JBL Big <sighs> Show No Way Out thing where he crawls out from out of the ring and Luke Charles is just like, blah, 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 blah. and Christian's like, yeah. And then Jake Perry's over there. He's like, I won. I won. But he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that, that'd be fine too. Anyway, so that's anyway, a Yeah. I, okay. I'm cool with that. Whatever. He's just going to be so angry. He's just going to beat up Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus goes, I'm bigger than you, and I'm stronger than you, and I'm just as athletic because he's a freak athlete, yeah. and he's just going to... See, I think this one's the lead-up to like the Christian Cage one. Yeah, I agree and... with that. Now, that one I can see him beating. That's the one that makes sense is him beating Christian because they're a little bit equaler size, right? He's the veteran. He pulls one over. That makes more sense in a traditional sense. Having him in a cage with a person that see, you're I... trying to build as a monster doesn't help you in that situation. I don't, so, like... I think from a logistics standpoint, though, for me personally, 
having like the small guy versus the big guy, I think the idea of like him trying to escape because he knows he can't like beat him and pin yeah. him. So the idea of like at least you give me the idea to like I can escape, I can be faster. This than only you works escape. if it's flipped. This only works is if the small guy is the bad guy because then the bad guy is trying to escape from the big good guy, right? A la Rey Mysterio versus like Big Show. Rey Mysterio is the good guy or is the like I actually flipped that. I was going to say you flipped no, that sorry. one. I was like But like so like if Jungle Boy was the bad guy, if, if this was MJF versus name a guy, name a big dude, right? Yeah, Lance Archer. Yeah, right. Lance Archer, right? And they've been feuding whatever like that and MJF keeps escaping. Getting them in the cage, that's like I've got you trapped. You can't get away now. Okay. Rather than if Jungle Boy's like, I'm so angry, I, I can't wait to be locked in. Now, if this was Christian in the steel cage, that would make a lot more sense to me because I want to get see, Christian in the ring together. Mm-hmm. It's me and Christian because at the end of the day, you're trying to get to Christian. See, yeah. So see, I don't. I guess I don't exactly look at it like that. I don't look at Jungle Boy wants to kill Luchasaurus. I look at it as, then why like, is it in a cage? No, no. I look at it as like. You have to beat Luchasaurus to get to Christian. Yeah. And so he's like, I have to escape the monster to get to you. Yeah, That's kind of how I look at it. But then the way you do that is you do it, you put it in a no-holds-barred match, right? And then you have you have something happen where you have this big spectacle, big bump at the end. Or you just have it a traditional singles. Mm-hmm. And Luchasaurus gets disqualified, which then allows Jungle Boy to get to Christian. Yeah, that, right? that would also work. I but but I guess my thing is that... It, Putting in a steel cage is supposed to feel, which we don't do this anymore, but I'm still going to bitch about it anyway, is that it's like the Hell in a Cell thing. We're having a Hell in a Cell just to have a Hell in a Cell. doesn't make any sense. Why, yeah. why are we having a Hell in a Cell match? Well, because that's the name of the pay-per-view. Stupid, yeah. right? Why are we having a steel cage match for Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy rather than Christian and Jungle Boy? That's the feud. I, I See, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Yeah. Because I do think it's yeah. like Christian gets Luchasaurus' help all the time. Right. So putting him in the cage helps that. Right. It I takes just, the monster out of it, and now it's Jungle's like, I've got you. Yes, I, know, you know I, I, mean? I would necessarily agree. Yeah. I just think in terms of like like Luchasaurus is going to go kill Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy needs like, I just have to escape the cage and I get to Christian. I also think that's probably the Jungle, way they're well, looking at it. It's going to be booked that way. If I had to guess, if you want well, like, to... If I had to guess, Luchasaurus has like 90% offense, yeah. and then Jungle Boy... Gets goes up for a power bomb. He's up there, grabs the cage, quickly climbs up, goes over, and like sneaks out the wing. I could see them pull on a. I'm gonna pull some. I'm ready for this one. I'm gonna pull some real. Am I gonna even know what you're talking about? Probably not. But I'll watch. I'll see. They're gonna pull a Saint Valentine's Day Massacre 1999 aspect where it's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. I kind of know where we're going. I kind of know where we're going. Big Show debuts, comes through the ring, and he throws Austin into the cage, and the cage door, like the whole side opens up. Yeah, you could do something. And he drops, and he wins. Yeah. Right? And you're like, and Vince is like, son of a bitch. They could do something like that, for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, in this particular scenario, where the the real meat of the feud is with Christian, not with Luchasaurus, I just don't feel like it needs the cage. Yeah. Because it's not... If if Christian wasn't a part of it, I would get it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not. So like, I feel like it would be Jungle Boy's preferred option to be like, I want Christian in the cage, yeah, so he can't escape me. For I can finally I, kick his ass for what he did to me. Yes, I know? I guess I don't. Yeah, I'm not like disagreeing yeah, yeah. with that. I yeah. just think that like Christian's probably way too honestly. They might do another steel cage match they in like could. six months with yeah. Christian. Probably. In fairness, I do think this match is going to be really good though. I do I think, think it's so. going to be good. Yeah. Um. I just, you know, the the way we got yeah. here is just a little bit clunky to me. Yeah, I just think if they, unless they did a singles match, I think like a no holds barred match, it would be hard to be like, Luchar's just going to kill him. And it's like hard to find the way that Jungle yeah. Boy 
I just don't see Jung. Yeah, I just don't. You know see, what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's a much easier to sell someone that he quickly escaped from the big well, like monster said, than do a like big bump through like three tables. Jungle Boy just happens to reverse it on a big yeah, flip. Maybe, Lay, yeah. He just he just winds up laying on top of him for the three. There's a lot of mm-hmm. ways to get there. I've just you know from a cage perspective, I go that's the time where the the baby face wants the heel in there. Yeah. Where if I'm the baby face and I'm smaller than my the heel opponent and he's supposed to be a dinosaur dragon dude, I go, I mean, I don't want to be in the cage with this guy, no matter how angry I am. That doesn't seem like a winning proposition for me. Yeah. Okay. So next up here, we got um, TBS title match. We'll just go there. We'll speed through this one. Yeah. Uh, Jay Gargill, Nyla Rose. Jay Gargill wins probably her longest match so far. Seven minutes. I don't even want to go seven minutes, because I don't think Nyla Rose is very good. At least with, like, Athena, like, she's at least an okay wrestler. Yeah. Nyla Rose can't. They do the same. They play the same role in matches. Yes, they're so just it's like diversity, yeah. this is like Great Kali Big Show. Where you go, who the hell is gonna bump? No yeah. one's bumping for this. Yeah, you know, I think Jay Kill Jay Cargill shows a little more vulnerability in this match mm-hmm. to kind of just keep Nyla. Rose. I, I think yeah. I think every match yeah. from now until she loses, she just shows a little more kink in the armor. Yeah. Until well, she's a, you know she's she's a little bit bigger, right? She's yeah. the powerhouse as well, similar to what Jade does from a moveset perspective. Jade Cargill clearly gets the win. I can at least appreciate the fact that they're trying to put some story behind this rather than, well, I just want a shot at it. Yeah, so like if Fina just that, kind of felt thrown in, yeah, this one I do get... have TV time devoted to this match, which yeah. at least warrants it being on the show. Mm-hmm. Just nobody wants to see it. That's yes. really the reality of it. Yeah. All right, next up, this is, okay, I'll, I'll preface this by saying this is probably the last match that we were talked about before I hit the three banger matches okay. I think are gonna be on the that show. we know of so far. Yes. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter. Yeah, um, I'm going to be in the high minority here. I would love to see Jamie Hayter win this match. I don't think she's going to, but I'd love for it. Just for no other reason, just to say it happened because no one's going to call it. I actually wouldn't. This hate, reign is boring. So I wouldn't hate the idea of her winning and then Britt Baker being like, so like, yeah, fine. Me and you here? Whatever. Like, I think there's some good story that Jamie Hayter could do. Yeah. I will say. So my limited knowledge of Jamie, I don't watch a lot of Jamie Hayter matches. So I don't know how well she's she is. She's a former stardom champion. Okay. So she's been a champion in Japan before, right? We do like champions in Japan. She, yeah, she's done a lot. She did the same stuff that Tony Storm has done. She has a very accomplished resume. She's a better worker, quite frankly. I don't know what happened to Tony Storm, but from like NXT UK after she dropped the title to now, I feel like she's gotten worse. Yeah, a little. Bit. I don't know what happened, but she's not in. Her, she is not connecting at all. Mm-hmm. At all for me. She really just comes out. She like tries yeah. to be the badass. She, she looks pissed. Yeah. She's like, I'm champion. Meh. Yeah. And then her match well, are so, clunky. I, I just. I don't so get it. the confusing thing about her story is, yeah. I think because her whole thing right now is she doesn't want to be the interim champ, so she wants Thunder Rosa to come back so she can beat her, so she can be the real champ or whatever. Sure. But like, you're yeah. technically are the real champ. Like you have yeah. interim, but it's right. technically you are yeah. the real champ. Like Moxley didn't come out. He was pissed when he was interim champ. He was just like. I'll be champ until Punk comes back. I'll beat him, and then yeah, that's right. it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't anything crazy. So I don't know. I I'm not the biggest Tony Storm fan at the moment. So I would I would actually agree. I think Jamie Hader and like Doctor Britt Baker would have an awesome thing. So I just like I said, I'd be cool I, for me. Like I just it's one of those situations. I just like it's already the interim tag, right? So you yeah. can you can kind of get a little creative with it. And then once again, I just don't feel like this reign is working. I don't feel like people are like, yeah, Tony Storm. And yeah. people are kind of like, I was thinking oh, we might we be. Just leave. I, I think we might be in the slight. I think some people really do like. 
grocery store. But maybe I just don't hear it on television. I don't hear that massive pop yeah, when her music I guess, hits. Yeah, I don't either. You know, so. when Britt Baker's music hits, everyone's like, "Oh shit, Britt Baker's coming out." Yeah. Now a little bit unfair, but like because she's yeah. their biggest. I, star. I was gonna say outside of Britt Baker, I don't really hear. I guess Sarai gets something right yeah, now because she's, she's the new. new. Yeah. But I don't think really anyone other women get really that big like yeah, that's true yeah generally thing. so what we're saying is Britt Baker should just get the title back <laughs> yeah if you if you were log- like logistically giving it to you, like your biggest star yeah Britt Baker should just have the title almost yeah. at all times so. okay anyway so these three I'm gonna sit up for these three okay. as I've been sitting here for, the, for these seven that we've talked about so far I think these three are gonna be all bangers in their own way okay first up Ring of Honor World Title Match four way, Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio, Sammy Guevara. I think this has yeah. potential to be awesome. Now I do think this is this is the one match where I'm probably going to go in with too high expectations and it's not going to hit them. But I think this match, people. yeah, it's, I think this match could yeah. be awesome. I do think it could be great. I think the finish is going to be either really good or we're going to have like a great match in the finish match. Oh man, and, you yeah. know what I mean? One of those. Hundred percent. I do think if. You know, I think you have a, I think you have a really good ingredient of like Sammy can bump high. Well, I think Brian could do his heavy hitting stuff. Claudio's yeah. like this strong guy, so he mm-hmm. can like throw Sammy fifty mm-hmm. feet in the air, and then Jericho's like the tank. Well, he'll he'll always be in position. I love the, I love the dynamic of Sammy being in this match mm-hmm. because it's now you have that wild card of what if Sammy wins? How does that work? They're on mm-hmm. the same team. Like yeah. we've seen Claudio and Brian, they don't care. They well, they just want to win. Yeah, one of them just want to win like, the title. Yeah, yeah. Like now that Sammy's in here, is Sammy just there to take the pin? Is he like how does yeah. that dynamic? Yeah. Do work? we get a, Do we get a situation where, where Sammy like, almost wins it and Jericho's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, he almost wins. Yeah. Or a situation where like right. Sammy gets knocked out by mm-hmm. Claudio or something, mm-hmm. and Jericho's like, "Do I pin Sammy right now?" Right. Except I'm saying so. That is an intriguing element for me mm-hmm. in this match more Absolutely. than anything i'm glad they put him in and not daniel garcia because yes. if garcia was in i'm like okay you know he's not gonna win the title yeah i think sammy could have a very outside exactly shot exactly it. he's got the resume he's a former tnt champion multiple time right three he's times, you know whatever um i'm very intrigued in this match i would love to see brian get the win here mm-hmm. i don't think he's going to i think jericho's gonna escape with the title i think one of them too yeah i don't think it makes sense to pivot back to claudio at all Nope. And I, I think with one of them two going into final battle, and presumably the idea that TV is coming or some kind of show's coming. I would honestly, similar to the reason why I wanted Brian to win the title from Adam Page a year ago, is I'd like to see if you wanted to do, you want the biggest main event possible for final battle, it's Brian and Jericho for the championship. Yeah, three so, or four. Yeah, right. Three, so whatever it is. If Brian wins the title here, pin Sammy. You already have the necessary. Well, you didn't beat me. Mm-hmm. I'm the. I, you never beat me. You beat Sammy, right? You, yeah. you picked on my poor friend who got beat, but only because Claudia. You've got all the the excuses in the world. Final battle, right before you announce television, hopefully, right? You're two big stars, former WWE guys, world yeah. champions, and you have the Ring of Honor. Like when you think of the Ring of Honor World Championship, you think of Brian. Or probably Samoa Joe. The, those are probably the two people that, like, for the class of that design, that belt, you think those are the guys. Mm-hmm. So, like, Brian is Ring of Honor in so many ways. Yeah. So, like, that's the moment you give him a big win. Yeah. And then even if Jericho takes the title back at Final Battle, 
fine. Yeah. But then you know you're going in with either Jericho or Brian leading the charge going into television. Yeah. And the and the fun thing is you go into that final battle match and you go, I don't know who's gonna win. Exactly. And that's so key because I was a little worried they were gonna try to pivot back to Claudio. Because I think I think I I think if Jericho retains, but Brian somehow still gets a match, Mm -hmm. I feel more inclined that Brian will probably win that match Mm -hmm. to like take the title. But Brian wins, holds it for a month, right? Yeah, exactly. Or whatever it would be, and then goes into the final battle. It's like Jericho could easily take it from here. Who gets it? Who Who does it? it? Right, and that's that's intriguing for sure. Yeah. All right, next up, uh, we have the Acclaimed defending their tag titles against Swerve in Our Glory, part three, the trilogy fight here. Uh, obviously, Swerve in Our Glory beat them at All Out, whatever that yep. was called, All Out, mm-hmm. and then at uh, Grand Slam is when the Acclaimed took the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see a title change here. Yeah, I'm not... I don't think... I, I Honestly, this is another pick for me a little bit. It's a little bit of a pick yeah. Um I, I wouldn't be shocked to see them to get the titles back. Yep, I would be shocked. I think They're full-blown heels now. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a completely it's different, a different dynamic. dynamic going yep. into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's tough because I think this is the biggest example of, like, the claimed are so over... But since now that they're yeah. heels, the you can be you can get the huge heel heat because they're from New York, New Jersey, somewhere, something, yeah. and that's where the show's taking place. So you beat the baby face. Yeah, you don't win in your hometown. Yeah, you never win in your hometown kind of thing. Yeah. The big heels take it from them in their hometown. I think would give them ungodly heat. And then you spin off right into them and FTR. Yeah, after FTR, FTR takes it from the Gun Club thing, like you go right into that, and then maybe by Winter is coming or by right revolution you get the ftr thing well, let me ask you let me ask you this do you think that they have kind of wasted the ftr popularity a little bit and they're waiting too long now i think there's a chance that they did however i think with the idea of the young bucks being away for so long i think if they get those titles say say revolution happens they beat serving your glory win the titles and then like to them in the box again. Yeah, Bucks walk out and they just go double or nothing right now. Car shot right now, right. kind of thing. Or they do something to set up the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think at that point everyone goes right, back in. Right. Like, yeah. like I think there's a very easy way to get people right back into just, FTR. Yeah. But as of this second, I would say I think their best time would have been Bucks at all out. But yeah. I do think you can get. And, and, in, in, I think the Bucks. Being away for so long, just coming right back, right? Like, I think you can get automatic investment I don't want to wait that long either. That's the thing. Um, they might do it winners coming to Revolution. Yeah, right, like, something right, like that. Yeah. Like, it might be... For me, it's because it's, it's one of those situations where, like, the, the Ring of Honor tag champs, AAA tag IWGP tag champs, it's like, man, it feels like that was the time where it's like, okay, they won these, they're on this roll. Like, they're still getting big reactions, but, man, they were, like, they were the biggest on the show for a hot second. They were, like... Man, FTR is the thing right now. Especially coming I, off of that tag title defense against the Briscoes. Yeah. I was like, man, how is it not the time I to, think, like, give them all? And then they lose them, whatever. But, yeah. like, I feel like they're kind of just holding on these titles. Yeah. Until they get the AEW one. Yeah. So, I'm I'm in one of two lanes on that. Yeah. Is either uh, drop the waters, as okay. I'm going to talk about this. Yeah. Um, I would be interested in either one, just giving them all the titles and having them hold all the titles for a hot second before you lose them, or two, a very you yeah. lose them all and you go, man, the one we didn't get was the right. AEW title, and yeah. they go yeah. like yeah. and make it that like that mission to go get that last one, even though they've been champs before. It's like that one mission. No, I want it the other way. I want them to hold all. Of them. I just, I'd rather I, them yeah. hold all of them, I but think I think it'd be a fun yeah. story of like. I think it'd be a better story for them to hold all of them, and now they've got them all. 
and then you see the the collapse where it's like we're clutching, we're clutching, we're clutching, and that's all. Now we have nothing, and yeah. now we have to come from nothing to go all the way back. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I guess so. That's that's yeah. kind of the, the yeah. thing I was thinking is you're yeah. as high outside of the AEW right. titles, and then you lose them all, and it's like we need to get that AEW title yeah. get back on top kind of thing. Yeah. But I also wouldn't hate the idea of a really long build of. You win all of them, lose all of them, and then you have to win yeah. the AEW one back. I think they deserve a real run. They didn't hold the AEW tag. No, they so hold they it only between yeah. All Out and right. Full so they year, dropped so. them pretty quickly. So it's like, I, I feel like they deserve that run uh-huh. for to have like a couple of these, like, like them and the Acclaim, them and Swerve and Our Glory, them and the Lucha Bros. You know, like there's a lot yeah, of tag there's teams. There's a lot of good like, tag teams. That they man, you could really with. go on a bit of a here. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like we're really missing out on. On that, yeah, and then end bit. it with the Bucks in that two out of three falls match. Everyone just wants. Oh God, please, yes. But please. anyway, two out of three falls main event. Give me forty-five, fifty minutes. Yeah, just roll yeah. with it. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> so good. So this tag match. Yeah, I think I think like if you're a betting odd, I think these are both minus one ten pickums. I don't think I have any. I'm gonna say Swerve Narglor gets the win. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go on. Right, you're gonna, you're gonna ride gonna that say, wagon. I'm gonna say they get the titles back, and then we set up another big baby face because of how. That finish happened with M and FTR a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's the way we get it done. All right, I'm gonna take the acclaim because okay. just because they're over bananas right now. Yep, for sure. But it's close. Don't think there's a wrong pick here. Not really. No. Makes Keith Lee watchable, so I'll take it. Yep. And then main event time, uh, MJF, John Moxley for the AEW World Title. Very interesting. Now, I don't think the outcome is very like, interesting. Is it? Though? I think the I think the way you get to the outcome is very interesting on. Well, I guess okay. So I guess the real question for this match is not is MGF gonna win? Is will he come out of this babyface or heel? He's already a babyface. But I think there's a way that you could easily just flip him heel really quickly. I don't. Here, and here's why I don't think you're going to be able to do that on this show in particular. Okay. He's so hot. Mm-hmm. They want him to win. Yeah. If let's just say this. Takes the stupid diamond ring because apparently that's the biggest, the most equalizing punch ever with the stupid diamond ring on his finger, right? On <laughs> so his hot. pinky, nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. Hits Moxley, pins him one, two, three. Uh, What's the reaction? Do you think there's going to be one boo in that in that arena? Nope. Probably Soon not. Soon as he puts the ring on, people are going to lose their minds. Now he's already said he's not going to do it, but like point being yeah. is if he cheats to win, they're going to cheer. If he doesn't cheat to win, they're going to cheer. If he loses, place is going to lose their mind mm-hmm. and they're going to boo Mox out of the building mm-hmm. because they're like, nope. Nope, seen it, done. I, you know yeah. what I mean. They're they're in a no way. Even if he cuts the best promo ever on the crowd after the fact, I won the title, crying all this stuff. I did it, and I'm better than all of you. I don't need any of you. They're still going to be happy that he won because it's the right decision. Yeah, I guess. I guess my question is not like immediately after, but like, will he within the next month or two? The only be a heel or face? I guess no, that's the question. I don't think so, and it's for the same reason why. I guess the only way to do it is if you had somebody ready who was a uber mega baby face ready to go. And the only way I think you can do it, and it's kind of a risk, is if Kenny's the one who comes was, back. Yeah. But I was gonna say that's the are one. Are they going to be happier to see Kenny come back? Or are they going to be like, I'm so happy or are they gonna be happy to see the match? And that because is that's that, the interesting cause those, Well, because those are two different things, right? Yep. Because I thought they did a really good job. I thought Brian did a really good job of getting himself to a point where they booed him, mm-hmm. right? Came out, congratulated Hangman, and then flipped it like that, right? 
in this case, MJF is still trying to stay heel, but everyone's cheering him anyway. Mm -hmm. So you're a babyface. Sorry, bud. You are. I don't know if you're going to be able to do enough by MJF standards because he'll go hard. He'll go on all the inside crap. You can't, you fight with, you know, Phil Brooks in the back and, you know, he'll use real people names and all that shit to try to get the, the, the crowd to turn on him. But the way he does it, people cheer it because he's yeah. using that inside language. People are like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're finally acknowledging it. It's only, it's almost automatically going to turn Kenny heel. Yeah. Unintentionally. I don't think with his momentum, you can turn him right now. Yeah, because you don't have a strong enough baby face, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it not, would, it would be I mean? some masterclass stuff if they could do it though. I don't. Uh, thing, I don't, I don't, I don't see a world yeah. where they do it. Right, I tell you, I, I don't. Th- I just don't know how, and I could be wrong, and they may try it. Even with Kenny coming back, people are gonna be excited. Yes, I will Kenny's say he's back. Yeah, but now so I will say I. I so I guess. I guess the question of babyface or heel yeah. is not really the right question. Is I guess will they try? I think they're going to try their butts off to try to get him to be a heel. Will it work? Well, let's probably let's, not. I don't know. It's like it's it's really like the situation of is it's it's like the um it it's hard because when Kenny turned, mm-hmm. Kenny aligned himself with Numbnuts, the manager guy. Um, and Don Callis, yeah, and Don Callis, right, and the Bucks were he, heels yeah. already, and he, he he made the full switch, uh-huh. right, where he went, oh man, like everyone was happy that Kenny won the title. I think everybody was ready at that point for Kenny to win it, yeah. but like they went, oh, he cheated to win, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you made a clear conscious effort with MGF. You're doing everything you can to be like I'm this Mister Impassionate guy, but he's still a bad guy thing. But you're teasing. You're, you're going both ways with it, and uh-huh. because of that, people are just so happy that he's back, and they're ready for the moment. Yeah. So I don't think. I think the best case scenario, if you want, if they're gonna try to get him back as a heel, the best case scenario. You think like Wednesday after? Either I don't even think Wednesday after because they're gonna be so happy, uh-huh. right? He's gonna get a massive ovation when he wins it. It's you got to let it breathe. Okay. Give it a give it a month, right? Have him beat Bandito, mm-hmm. have him cheat to win there, and then just continue to hammer it and hammer it and hammer it, and then when you finally get to the point where then it's then the firm rejoins it because I think the biggest thing that people don't want to, and maybe this is the only way to get people to boo, and it won't be at full gear, but it'll be later on, is if he then has these other guys come in and help him win, right? And people are like, oh man, I don't want to see all these people ruin it you know uh-huh. what i mean like can't you just do it type deal and they and they gaga it up so much but i don't necessarily know if that's the right heat is that just like go away heat then because i don't want to see mm-hmm. stokely hathaway and these people and and now you're mm-hmm. going to give him the title just to get that heat back rather than just allowing him to do his thing i think right now he is such a tweener and people are loving it i think you just got to let it ride man because here's the thing they they've they sometimes they have a great thing in a bottle and then they wait too long. I don't think they're doing that. I think they've they've timed it just right. No, oh, I you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like they waited too long for Hangman, I mm-hmm. felt like. Where they he won it. Yeah. We're exhausted. Yeah. And then you know what I mean? So it's like we gotta you know, we gotta do something to get him back. Uh-huh. Here, he's just come back. He had all this other stuff. He's back, he gets the title. Let's all right. What are they gonna do? Yeah. How who's next? How are they gonna book this? And that's the intriguing part because now our guy is a champion. Once he has the title and that and the official like glow of it's worn off, then you can turn him. You can't do it right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do think at some point they will try, you yeah. know? It's 
But they need it. I feel like they need somebody for him to like almost align with, right? Where he can't be. I, I look at it very. I compare it very much when The Rock turned, when Rock was super over in '98. Okay, like super big baby face, right? They have this world title tournament, right? I know exactly what we're talking about. Mankind's going in as the bad guy, as the pick by Vince McMahon, right? The evil Vince McMahon. Unbelievable. And during the match, right, Rock turns, joins Vince McMahon in the corporation, and everybody went, son of a bitch. He went and joined him, right? And it's that moment where you go, Rock's our guy. I'm really, I can't wait for the Rock to win the title. Oh, he won, but aw, oh, now he's with Vince McMahon. This sucks, right? Like, that moment of, like, he won, I'm supposed to be happy, but then also, like, shit, now he's a bad guy, mm-hmm. and now I got Stone Cold ready for him, right, going yeah. into Mania. In this situation, it's, he won it. Awesome. How do I? How do we get to that point, right? Because when Kenny comes back, he's going to be an uber babyface. So how do you get to that point where you're booing one person and cheering another? And nothing against Kenny, he's not going to be able to hold up mic for mic with MJF. It's not going to be possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to wind up being MJF's going to go inside baseball, and people are going to cheer that. And no matter what Kenny says. Kenny's going to get booed because they're like, well, you left. You, you let your pride get in the way. I've been over here carrying the company while you were suspended. And, yeah. and it's just going to elicit that fan reaction of, oh, okay, like yeah. MJF's the guy. It's tough. It's going to be really tough. I'm yeah. ready for him to win the title, though. I am very ready for him to win the title. Let me ask you this before we close it. Does this match mean as much because of Moxley's loss to Punk just a couple weeks ago, months ago, whatever it was now? Yeah, I think, it's, I think okay. it's – I, I mean – I like don't the f- fact that he lo- lost it and then won it. And then I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Back. All that is just a blur to me at this point. Yeah. Like I don't think about that. I'm right. like. I'm like Moxie's just kind of. It doesn't doing affect me either. I just wanted to get. Yeah. You no. It doesn't affect me at all. And yeah. I think. I think if this match was more of a pick'em, maybe it would impact it. But I think everyone's just like, okay, like MJF's just gonna Second win question, it. Then would this match have been bigger if it was Punk, not Moxley? Probably, I think a little bit because I think it's a more of a pick'em because Punk had just won the title. Yeah, so like if they're you know I mean? if they like, say the stuff doesn't happen, Punk just beats Moxley and he just he's, rolls. He, he's just the champion going. Yes, into the show. I do think it's more one more of a pick'em and two. I think the build up would have been a lot better because they're yeah. mic to mic stuff and the, you know they had the revolution stuff earlier. So I do think the match would have been just that much. Yeah. A little more intriguing. I'm going to say that yeah. much. It's going to be like because they've done a, a great bit. job with this build. They yeah. really have. I'm not going to say anything about it. I think I think, I think due to the, with cir- the circumstances with the circumstances of like yes. you thought you were going to do Punk and MGF, you had to pivot to Moxley and Moxley and MGF don't really have the That's the history and the and the and the build yep. of it outside of Punk and MGF mm-hmm. do. So I think they were able to do literally the best they could with the circumstances, mm-hmm. and I think this match. Maybe not the best match out there, but yeah. I do think like the anticipation of like, oh my god, we're getting MGF. Like, yeah, I right. do think it's there. I do think it's like pretty high up there. I'm the pop. Pay really like, close attention it, to the pop when he wins it. I think it's really close, honestly, to how Hangman won with Kenny last year at mm-hmm. Full Gear. Where yeah. like going in, you're like yeah. everyone was like Hangman's gonna win, yeah. but like waiting for we're it. just like waiting for it. It's gonna be awesome. I think it's I like think, the same thing. I, I, think I just think, only, like you said, yeah. I do think people when MGF wins, I think there's more for MGF to do. And here's why right after yeah, yeah. they're like Hangman MGF. wins and it was like. And yeah, I guess you got Brian next. This while, one, I think. While can... I think MJF is technically a babyface, they're still going to book him like a heel, right? Yes, and that allows you, though, to have a better run 
because he's a bad guy. It's so much easier to book. Yep. Hangman as the babyface, you had to turn Brian yeah. to just to get to that point, and then thankfully Cole was there to follow it up. Now with MJF there, you've got everybody because he's in that middle zone. He's in that perfect yeah, he shade can, of gray. Yeah, he could be good guy this side, best bad, bad guy. guy, or the best good guy. And the way he talks and the way he delivers and, and gets you into that, you can go both ways with it. He's a babyface one month where he's he's like talking crap. Next week he's that swarmy hill where he's like, I don't need to beat you. I'm the champ. I just got to escape. Yep. You have to beat me. And it, the the dynamic where Adam Page, I think. From a character and a promo skill, and the fact that he was super heavy babyface, you lose that other half of that coin. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited. I think I think he's ready to go. I think um, I think it's a moment, and I think and I think this is a moment where you're gonna go. That's our first real champion. Where we go, that's all us. Yes, like fully. I think they waited too long on Hangman. I, think I, I was gonna cool. say Hangman was a the actual first yeah. one that was them, but yeah. it was it was iffy. Yeah. Um. I also do think uh, I had a good point. Oh, I think I think the company we talked about before we went on yeah. was AW in general has been a little cold. Uh, probably the coldest it's been. Oh yeah. I think MGF winning. Well, too much backstage stuff going on. It, yeah. it takes away from the television product. Yeah. I think the, once MGF wins and Moxie kind of. Not goes away, but no, is I think in he that should go away. Go, I, yeah, I do go, think he should go, go on vacation, vacation or whatever. But take a month or two. I think I think when Moxie's out of that picture and yes. it's just MGF, you won't be thinking, "Oh, that Moxie Punk stuff." No, it's no. not going to be there because it's MGF. They are so fortunate that they got him back because it has allowed them to be like, well, "Let's just you know, forget about that, right?" Yeah. And to come back with it. And, and now you can do now everything's MGF versus this guy, MGF versus that guy, and now you get all of that. And you need to stack up defenses for him. Right, yeah, oh, stack yeah. up and build. To, because here's the thing. Here's what I don't want to happen. And this is where, while I criticize this title tournament, because there's no way in hell that one of that tournament's beating MJF for the title. In that same context, I'd rather see MJF have a great match against Bandito and keep it, than waste him versus Kenny at Winners Is Coming. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to. You have to at this point with and, who he is. So, and I think that's build. Yeah, and I think that's always been the idea with these tournaments or ladder matches. It's not necessarily they're going to win every time. It's yeah. you need that placeholder person yeah. in between pay per views. But I would just like if you're going to do that, especially with the ladder match concept, is you have to at some point though, like you should have at least established that man. If you win this and you get a TNT title shot. Dude, he's gonna win it. Like last three years, they've done it. Like I yeah. would have rather established some history of why this is important yeah. rather than just beat everybody yeah. except for Wardlow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's I, my only complaint. I, I I agree with the complaint. Yeah. I just saying like I think this is the reason why it's yeah. like they win the chip or they win this mm-hmm. tournament, and it's like okay, between now and then, we're gonna long term build for Brian to be right, the competitor. Right, right, right. But in between yes. the pay per views, yes, here's this. Bit, yeah, like here's a, here's a reason why you get Bandito, because normally Bandito wouldn't get right, the opportunity right. unless he. But wins then this. at the same time too, and this comes back to you. This is why you need to go back to you need to get monthlies, or at least. And if you had monthlies, yeah. he wins this eliminator. Bandito wins this eliminator tournament at Winter month. of Coming. If that's a December 10th pay per view, boom, you have your main right. event for that show. Yeah, I think they could even maybe they don't, you don't need to go monthly, but like every other month, maybe even I think you could get away with. Yeah, but anyway. Um, yeah, I just for me, you know, I the I think build... they need I think they really need one in between double or nothing or all out. I think yeah. those are too far. I think they could go five or six and be just yeah. as good. Well, because you go February, then you go April. That's not too bad. Yeah. But then you go April to September. 
that's a really long that time. That is a long gap. That is a really like long you need gap. one in yeah. like June, July to yeah. kind of fill some rule, and right. they try to fill it up with like Fighter, Fighter Fest, Fest or yeah. whatever. But like that's a, they need one in between there because then you do September to November. That's not yeah. that bad, and it's November yeah. to February. It's right, not that right. bad. Right, you right. really need that one in the early summer yeah. to kind of fill that Agreed. gap. But anyway, that's Agreed. A, yeah, I just, five or six. I think I do be think a good overall he does get the win, and I do think this this reign is going to be what they hoped the Adam Page reign was going to be yeah. from a, from a anticipation from an excitement level from a monetary pr- profitability oh i think he's... i think it's gonna make tons of money for I, them yes where i don't think i, I think, think ratings he, are yeah. gonna shoot up a little bit because everyone likes mm-hmm. like anytime if you said okay mjf is gonna come talk on the mic yeah. it's almost it's, must well, see yeah you can because... advertise that segment and now he's the world champion yeah there, there's a big difference there right and it's going to be interesting to see how they continue to build the chip on his shoulder when he's the champ yeah. It's going to be a different dynamic now. And now it's, I'm better than you, and here's why. Rather than, you know it. I know it. Why do I know it? Well, because he's got the big yeah. shiny belt. And I'd be interested for him to go through if they did, because AEW is usually good with like their history and everything. It's people who've beaten him yep. on previous yep. pay per views mm-hmm. going, this is who I Here's the list of people I want. Right. And then you name off, like, mm-hmm. I guess you can't do punk. But, you know, I, whoever he's. The problem he's, is, all the people he's fought. Or like jungle boys and stuff, or whatever. <laughs> who's, who's Cody going to come back? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Jericho. Like, Jericho's a heel too. So Jericho, like yeah. jungle, like jungle boy, and all the like. You make a list of like these are people who have beaten me. I want to revenge these yeah. and to get you to fight me again. You got to go through. Yeah, put the title up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, the only way they ruin this is if they have him rejoin the firm on the same night. I don't want that to happen. I would rather him beat Moxley, have him win. Beat yeah. him. Even if he cheats, fine. But have him do it on his own. Yeah. Kick him in the nuts. Do what you got to do. That, that is, if he joins the firm and they've just been teasing that he's not like they're that separation, and yeah. then the firm comes out and it's a nine on one attack. Yeah. That's gonna suck, and that's gonna be a really shitty yeah. way to. Finish. I will say I'll be okay if he individually wins and then the firm celebrates with him. Fine. Yeah, I'll work well, with that. Somebody runs out in a black hood, throws him a crowbar, hits him in the head, and he pins him. Pins him. Fine. And then they realize, oh, it's the firm the whole the time. Firm. Fine with that. I but I don't. That. I don't want them to ruin this match in particular. You yeah. want to keep him heel, and you want to do what you need to do to keep him heel. Fine. But in this particular moment, keep him. Allow him to get that title. Allow him to have that moment for the fans to go. Yeah, he did it. We're this is our guy. And then he comes out and he goes, "I never needed you. I don't need you. I will never need you." You think I've been, you know, I've been planning this all along, blah, 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 blah. You're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, and we're rolling. Yeah. All right, let's get it for this week's show, guys. Uh, on behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merc, so Mike, Mike Merkel. I almost was like, I almost like. Do you even know my name anymore? I don't know, dude. You're, you're the guy. It's all good. Yeah. Um, he's the Merc, so Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Medeca. We will see you guys, as always, next time.